Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. Hope you're good, safe, well, all that good stuff, wherever you at. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. I appreciate you listening on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Got hundreds of stations tuning in broadcasting this show live from your local cbs sports radio affiliate you could be in ohio boston san diego pittsburgh i don't know portland miami dallas houston you could be in arkansas what's up new orleans here in atlanta with me just just much love to everybody tuned into the show you can also listen on sirius xm channel 158 and if you got yourself a smart speaker, you can always just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. I want to thank everybody who was here with us for the last hour of the show because I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, okay? We had Chris Vanini join us. He's a senior writer for The Athletic. He covers all things college football, and he took some time to stop by and talk to us about everything going on with Jim Harbaugh. By now you know, yes, he's been suspended. And and this is what Chris Vanini told us. There is still a possibility that even with the suspension, that Jim Harbaugh could come back and coach tomorrow. The guy got off a plane, found out that he was suspended for the next three games. Michigan State has has decided to file this injunction, how they decided to do this or how they were able to do this on a Friday and get a judge that I I got no idea. And so now they just have to hope that Harbaugh is allowed to coach tomorrow. And it it come come at the last minute. They may drop the guy in from a helicopter. But this this story, it isn't over. It's not. And so we talked about that last hour. We talked about the potential implications for the college football playoff. Are people going to look at Jim Harbaugh and, and look at Michigan and go, hey, these are a bunch of cheaters and we can't have them in a college football playoff? I don't think so. Somebody had to be the sacrificial lamb for this stupid rule. And as 
odd and interesting. We always hear the stories about Harbaugh rubbing people the wrong way. He had to be the one to, uh, to pay the price. And that's just what it is. If you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, the number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me all over the Internet, everywhere, at JR Sport Brief. As we continue on with the night, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Harbaugh. I want to get into what his, uh, his next step might be. We're going to take a look at the next step. We got some NFL games coming up uh, this Sunday I'm really paying attention to. Should be fun to see Cleveland and Baltimore. Joshua Dobbs has a funny story about being on the Minnesota Vikings. Somehow, someway, America has to suffer. Sunday night football, Raiders and Jets. We have early games, or we have an early game taking place in Frankfurt, Germany. We got the New England Patriots, that angry-ass, miserable Bill Belichick taking on the Colts. And people are really talking about whether or not Bill Belichick can get the boot. We got more NBA playing action tonight as I sit here in the studio. Uh, Anthony Davis is actually playing basketball. He has not injured or hurt himself yet. I'm not wishing it on him. But that's just that's his existence here. Phoenix currently leads uh, 52-44, about five minutes left in the game. 855-212-4CBS. We actually got a Greg calling us from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Greg? Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. Uh, this Jim Harbaugh situation. Um, God, you don't even know where to begin. It's so, it's so um, uh, serpentine. Um, you know, do they have all the facts to make this decision, number one? They have a lot of facts, but... Are we hearing from Michigan per se, or is it just let's focus on football going forward and we can deal with this um, later? It's the timing. I mean, in the middle of the season, all of a sudden this is brought up. This has been going on, I think, for about 20 games, give or take, uh, that this has been possibly going on. It's been reported that this has been going on since 2021. Wow, Chair. Uh, I didn't know that insight. Um, so why all of a sudden where possibly, possibly uh, Michigan could m- win the national championship, do you think the animus towards Michigan is so great that and Harbaugh's reputation is so great uh, in, in a bad way that we're, they're jumping on the bandwagon now. Yeah, well, it's easy to it's easy to beat up on a guy that people don't like. That's just right. that's just flat what it is. I mean, we can think about his his last exit from the NFL. Like Harbaugh, he ain't gonna find too many people that like him. I mean, on the way out the door with the 49ers, all we heard about was how everybody wanted to to fight with the dude. We we pretty much heard the same. When he was at at Stanford, and it's one thing to move from from college to the NFL and then the NFL back to college. He's openly had these interviews with the uh, Minnesota Vikings like he's he's not the most likable of guys. If you you take a listen to a lot of the reports in a in a lot of cases, I find where there's smoke, there's fire. And when you got a a bunch of other teams conspiring to say, hey, they're cheating, they're cheating, they're cheating, they're cheating. 
man, you, you don't think the commissioner who just got there is going to try to make a statement? I think that's what happened here. Yes, you're right. Um, and, Jer, I mean, obviously you've seen Jim uh, talk. Does he seem peculiar? And i got to ask you, um, agents of inclusion, um, I haven't seen it um, recently. Is uh, we're, usually we're working on, on Facebook and then... Yeah, we're working on a, a new season right now. We might have a, a major partner who's going to work with us on it, and that partner may be a professional sports team. So stay tuned on Oh, my God. I love it, Jer. Well, Thanks thank for you. the heads up. Love you, everybody. Go for your dreams. Well, thank you, Greg. Appreciate you for calling from Michigan. Yeah, when, when, when people don't like you, they're going to come for you. Do I find Jim Harbaugh, he said that in a very nice way, do I find him to be peculiar? I, I guess the answer is yes. I find him to be someone who just, uh, and I don't want to make him sound different than any other head coach. Head coaches, especially in football, they don't say nothing. Like they serve you up whatever they, they feel that you need to hear at that moment in time. Like he sounds like someone who can just shovel you. You know what? And so when I think about Jim Harbaugh, I think about a you know what shoveler. Yeah, Shep, is it is it four letters? That's four letters, right? That's definitely four letters. It ain't show business shoveler. Yeah, it's not show business. He's a you know what shoveler. And he's just always I mean, if you heard Jim Harbaugh and his comments from earlier this week, just ah, I can't talk about it. Nope, can't talk about it. I'm just focused. This is what he's been. I've seen the guy lose his mind on the sidelines. It feels like more so in the pros and get away with that a little bit more. But Jim Harbaugh doesn't come across to me as somebody that's uh, that's likable. I got a question for you, Jr. Yeah. When we talk about the word likable. And we attribute that to being a head coach of a football program, whether that be in college or the NFL. And you kind of alluded to this. Nick Saban, how likable is he? Urban Meyer, how likable was he when he was at Utah, Florida, Ohio State? Dabo Sweeney, we know how unlikable he is, especially in radio interviews, if the guy's name is Tyler. Right, right, right. Tyler, that guy, Kid Tyler, hates his guts. Absolutely. Now, look, uh, on the NFL front, I don't know if Mike Tomlin is the most he he's admirable but i don't know if he's the most likable we know bill belichick is the most despised human being it seems like with former players can with, we, with coaches can around we the listen league. to him be miserable exactly now there is an exception to this and that that is andy reed and those are few and far between i was gonna say people love him. people love him because he likes hamburgers and he wears Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> correct and he always takes the blame even if it's not on him but most coaches in football when you are commanding a locker room of 50-plus players and you have about 20 and 30 additional coaches and support staff, they're usually JR. At the top, they're not likable at all. And that's why they're incredibly successful because they don't want to be liked. They want to be either feared or respected. And when you talk about that 49er situation, JR, you remember this following the NFL in the early 2000s. They had not had a winning season in a decade. Jim Harbaugh gets there. Automatic 13 wins has a 44-19 record. Like I get that he's unlikable, but you know what? We we also give him that 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 latitude to be unlikable because he is immensely successful. So because he's unlikable, do we have to hold that against him because he is winning so much, Jr. Damn, Shep, take a breath. Like, but you get what I'm saying. Like, like it's a no, given. You, uh, it's no, a given. 
when a coach is so successful, they're going to be unlikable. Chef, take a breath, please. Yes, sir. Thank you. Take a deep one. I'm not talking about likable when it comes down to the players. I'm not talking about likable when it comes down to record. You know that you know how you know how a lot of that is irrelevant? When the people who write your check don't like you, when they don't get along with you, when they can't wait to get you out of the door because of your attitude. And so I'm not talking about the what takes place on the field and this coach is a taskmaster and this coach is a you-know-what hole. And this, uh, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being liked inside the organization. And when the people who write your checks don't like you, don't want to deal with you, there comes a point in time where you got to look in the mirror and go, well, damn it, yeah, well, what the hell is going on with me? And so for Harbaugh to be beefing with the Niners so much that they couldn't come to an agreement, they're like, ah, right, man, get out of here, and he goes to college. I mean, he's in college right now with Michigan, and, yeah, Michigan is competing for a national championship. I mean, he's been suspended or could potentially be suspended six games this season, three at the beginning, three now at the end. And at, at what point in time do the powers that be go, oh, my God, like I, enough is enough. And then we've had to deal with you and the open flirtation to go back to the NFL. That's what I'm talking about, likable. Nobody, you're 1 million percent correct to look at any coach's record and go, well, that guy was hated. And who liked this dude? I mean, we hear horror stories about Bill Belichick, how Bill Belichick, some players hate his guts and other players uh, love him and the Patriot way. Most people look at him and he's a curmudgeon. It's fine. The only person that really matters of whether or not he hates his guts or not is Robert Kraft. And so for Harbaugh, it don't matter what the success is. It's like, do the people who pay you, are they sick of you? Another example. I mean, this this guy got fired. Joe Girardi with the New York Yankees. This man, nobody liked the dude. New York Yankees were winning, though. This man seemingly wore out the players. He wore out the front office so much that they said, ah, we need the opposite of him. We actually need to bring in somebody that we can work with. Hey, Aaron Boone, come here off of TV. Come here. Come come run the New York Yankees. You know baseball, been around it your whole life. It's working out real well right now, Jair. Well, I think a, a lot of that has to do more with the players the Yankees have as opposed to the manager. Yeah, they wanted a systems manager. They wanted a manager that couldn't think for themselves. And Girardi didn't fit that mold. But I, I, is it fair to say Girardi wasn't likable by the all-time greats and Jeter and Mo, the guy that he played with and ultimately managed? Like, I think that was more st- strategical than it was because they didn't like him. No. Well, yeah, he butted heads with the people who wrote his check. Right. Well, because they wanted an analytical uh, manager in which they could basically give him the lineup. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter the reasons. It, the, the fact is, every, everybody somewhere, some type of way, unless you're just lucky enough to be super entrepreneur, you, you got to answer to somebody. Like the money is coming from somewhere. And so whether you are, are Joe Girardi or whether you happen to be Jim Harbaugh or, or whether you happen to be working for Jerry Jones or you happen to work for uh, Mark Davis, who just is, changes his mind like his underwear, like you, you got to answer to somebody. In the case of Josh McDaniels, who's ever liked him? 
The answer is nobody. His players didn't like him. But if, if the results were there and they went and played for him, Mark Davis wouldn't pull the plug. Mark Davis got to talk to the players. Like, oh, man, we can't deal with this dude. And he's like, all right, we get him the hell up on out of here. Like, that, that only works for so long. It really does. 855-212-4CBS. Jim is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, you just made a little bit of a point that I was going to make. Uh, first of all, unfair on Harbaugh. Now, you know, I'm not a guy who wants anybody cheat, cheating, whether it's uh, tipping pitches with the, the Astros and all that. But my point is you still got to play the game. You still got to go out there and execute. So, you know, if you're trying to get an advantage, that's okay. Um, he, he wears out his welcome. You know, in the Bay Area, he did it. What I'm concerned about, to be honest with you, is I want him to stay at Michigan because I don't want Mark Davis going down that line again. He's tried <laughs> twice before. Harbaugh started his career as a QB coach yeah. with the Raiders. I don't want uh, Davis tinkering with him. Antonio Pierce is the right guy. Sometimes you've got to go and move on from some of these other coaches, bring some fresh perspective and some guys who want to get heart out of them rather than have the adversity that guys like McDaniels, Belichick, and some of those guys bring. I'm just hoping as a Raider fan that Mark Davis doesn't go after Harbaugh, that he stays in Michigan. And as for the Sunday night comment about uh, what an ugly game it is, I think you're going to see two teams have their, their season decided this weekend, so it may not be a bad game Sunday night. Well, that's what happens, right? When you have two crap teams get together. Well, we had two crap teams get together last night. They gave us crap. Yeah, but, you know, the Raiders played inspired ball. I'll be the first to tell you, at the beginning of the year with McDaniels, they were the faders to me. They weren't playing ball. Last weekend, you saw what they did for a coach who they wanted to play fired up for because sports is all about heart. It's talent, but you got to have heart. you got to want to play. Reggie Jackson used to say, how do you motivate millionaires? You know, they've got to want to do it themselves. And so I was, I was so happy to see the way they played under Bisaccia, the way they played under Pierce. Sometimes it's the underdog, the outsider, the guy who's in the clubhouse who's working to be part of the team, not be the dictator, and not rub people the wrong way. Harbaugh yeah. got to the point where he's worn out his welcome, but please, man, let's just hope he doesn't come back uh, to the NFL, Ooh. especially with my team. Oh, well, I hear you, Jim. Thank you for calling from San Diego. Me? Moi? I'd love to see it. I need it. I need it. I don't, I, I'm sure that there are Raider fans out there. They don't want to see no damn Harbaugh coaching their team. They love to see Antonio Pierce out there. Me, I'd love it. I'm like TNT. I don't know if TNT still has this, uh, this, this slogan or catchphrase. TNT's whole catchphrase was we, we, we love drama or we got drama. Whatever the hell it is. Me, I need it. Give me the storyline. I don't give a damn what happens with Michigan the rest of the season. I don't. They could win the national championship. They could blow blow it against Ohio State. I do not care. What I need to see for my own entertainment purposes, I need to see Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, back in the NFL. I need to see him coaching the Raiders. That's... That's blockbuster content. That's prime time. That's a storyline worth following. I tell folks all the time, especially my my friends who don't particularly care for uh, 
you know, European football or soccer. I say, man, follow the storylines. Some of the storylines involving the players are better than what we have here in the United States of America. If you thought James Harden was drama and people are sick of him, you should see some of the stories in Europe. Jim Harbaugh is a walking storyline. This is one of the reasons why I think, depending on how the rest of the season goes with Michigan, they may, they, they may say, we don't want you. He may say, I don't want to be here no more either. I need Mark Davis to pick up the phone. Hey, Shep, what type of phone you think Mark Davis? Does he got an iPhone? Uh, not a chance. Probably a, uh, a rotary. You think Mark Davis, he's like Fred Flintstone's phone? <laughs> probably. It's, he's, def- he's definitely got a landline. Let's put it that way. I need Mark Davis to pick up the phone. I need Tom Brady standing over Mark Davis telling him, call, call him, call him now, call him. See if he can come call him. Just don't be critical of the man's haircut. Oh, that's right. I didn't say nothing about it. You did it. No, I know. I was baiting you, of course. <laughs> I know you did it. Right. Somebody had to bring up Mark Davis' haircut. How does Tom Brady? How can Tom Brady give Mark Davis advice on quarterbacks and coaches, but he can't give him advice on hair? You can, you can show what it's like to have a franchise quarterback play for you for seven or eight games if you're listening, Tom Brady. Oh, don't do that. Okay. I know Tom Brady, his, his stake in the Raiders isn't official, is it? Well, l- l- JR, you, you've, you've seen O'Connell. You, you have seen Garoppolo. Aiden? He is ten times, yes, he is ten times better what they have rolled out last year for a guy who hasn't probably picked up a football in seven months. Yeah, well, forget all of that. Tom Brady is going through about 20 different hairstyles. Uh, this man is known for having amazing hair. Talk to Mark Davis about that and then work on the coach. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Antonio Pierce, does anybody really think he's going to keep the Raiders job? Like, is, is Mark Davis really going to let Antonio Pierce keep the job? Is Antonio Pierce, let me put it this way, is he going to be the head coach for more than a calendar year? Like, two full seasons. I, I don't think so. Well, JR, what, what would it take? I mean, Rich Bisaccia was an individual that obviously was a special teams coordinator, got them to a playoffs, but I don't know if he commands the room the weight of, of a former pro bowler does, a guy that is a Super Bowl champion in Antonio Pierce. If he makes the playoffs, that's not a foregone conclusion. He's going to be at least the immediate answer as the head oh, coach. That's that's why I say I said two years. Okay. Give got him two it. years. Got it. That's it. He's because better? he's going to – Mark Davis is like uh, – He's like the dog running around outside. Well, he remembered he had Devontae Adams on his team. So in that regard, he's already better than Josh McDaniels. Uh, well, I, it looked like Devontae didn't like that guy, but who does? Yes. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of coaches getting the boot, is there a quarterback in the NFL who might be out of a job? Oh, yeah, he was on the sidelines last night. It's Justin Fields. Is he already done in Chicago? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to your calls. We're going to talk about Fields. We're going to get into Burrow and Jackson. And LeBron looks tired as hell on a Friday night. We got a lot to do. Hopefully you're not tired on CBS Sports Radio. There's one network at the center of all great drama. TNT, we know drama. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love you guys, man. I look forward to listening to the show every night. I just like looking forward to listening to the show on the way home and hearing, you know, JR, you, and Chef. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, so much talk about Harbaugh. I'm going to take all your calls and questions and get your comments. You know, as I sit here always uh, checking what's going on, it's a busy Friday night. You know, there's like a a James Harden Clippers watch, right? People are keeping up with everything going on with the Clippers right now. Why? Because they have now fallen to (laughs) 0-3 with James Harden on the team, and people are enjoying pointing out the fact that, that they're losing. And they didn't just lose tonight uh, to the Los Angeles Clippers. They got punched in the mouth. 144 to 126. Uh, The Clippers are now 0-3 with James Harden. He finishes tonight with 14 points, only three of six shooting. Meanwhile, Luka Doncic decides to torch them. 44 points. The man was 17 of 21 from the field. Six of nine from deep. Luka Doncic pretty much had his way with the entire Clippers team. And so there are all types of memes and photos online. It's like a terrible countdown. Clippers are now 0-3 with James Harden. Uh, good luck for the, with the Los Angeles Clippers trying to, uh, you know, finish this one out. And James Harden, not necessarily known as a, a defensive stalwart. Neither can you say the same about Russell Westbrook. Uh, Paul George, you would think he is. And Kawhi Leonard, yeah, he's still big and giant, has massive hands, but he ain't moving around like he used to. So, hey, this this might be a, a horror show as we continue on. But it's only three games, right? People are pointing out that it's three games and three losses. 855-212-4CBS. I want to get to your calls, and then I want to talk to you about a quarterback who might be done in his current city, and that's Justin Fields. Right now on the line, we got Kane. He's here from CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kane? How you doing tonight, gentlemen? I think I'll speak for both of us. We're good, I think. All right, all right, all right. Uh, well, uh, James Harden, I, I, you know, sometimes you got to just sit back and scratch your head when people make decisions that go against what was already working. I mean, Rushbrook, he fed in. I mean, PG-13 and Kawhi Leonard, they're two really peculiar guys. They don't. They don't want to be the leader, even though they're the best guy on the team getting paid the most. I mean, but you can't force somebody to do that. Russ, Russ, but hey, I'll step right in. No problem. Take the lead. Point guard, like you say, not the best defense, but he he messes and mills with everybody. I don't understand bringing in Harden. He's out of shape. He's slow, doesn't play defense, and he can't use the little trick he used to, even though he's still a great, absolutely great player, but compared to what's out there now, I don't really understand what they're doing with yeah, bringing in, in Harden insurance. and messing up the locker room insurance. I mean, that's it. One day, I guess uh, Kawhi Leonard will slip on an imaginary b- banana peel and a Paul George. Ah, uh, yes, 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 I did. You, you know what? I mean, from that aspect, uh, I, I mean, he needs to come off the bench or something. I mean, he, he, he can't be starting. He can't well, be starting. In, 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 in normal, typical fashion, if you're an NBA team operating in a budget, if your owner isn't worth, I don't know, one hundred plus billion dollars, then maybe you're, you're a little bit more uh, careful with how you spend your money. Uh, but if you're Steve Ballmer, 
I, I don't think you care too much. That's just from a financial perspective. I don't think you care. I understand that, but uh, I also want to uh, touch on what you said. I don't want Jim Harbaugh anywhere near my silver and black. <laughs> I don't. And I think Tom Brady being my man's ear up there. So. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Kane, for calling from D.C. Uh, certain things you can't say. Kevin is calling from Indianapolis. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, how you doing, man? You didn't walk up to Silver and Black Raider Nation, man. The Raider fans, bro, we are everywhere just like air. Let me tell you something, man. We got to keep this hardball out of our mouth. He's no fit. Have you, I know it's a good story for you. I know it's a good story for you. Yeah. But have you been listening to the players, just the littlest, the littlest things that has been brought back, just like a soul train line before Friday's practice? Do you think Harbaugh is the type of dude to want soul train line? Do you How the soul train line and expire these guys? Don't you see the passion in my voice? Man, as I walk through my living room, I see all my Raider stuff all around it. This Raider fan base is a fan base will chase you down and will stomp on you just like they did Mark Davis at every turn, made him change his mind. He couldn't go nowhere, brother. He couldn't go nowhere without a Raider fan popping up out the dirt like a worm telling him, you need to fire that Josh. You need to fire that Josh. I was so disappointed in the team. I wasn't going to the New Year's Eve game here in Indianapolis because I was just so appointed, not with the silver and black. Are, are you going not, now? Are you going? Oh, I told my wife that's what I want for Christmas, brother. You all see me right up front with my Compton hat on from there. I'm a transplant from L.A. Used to go to all the games in the Coliseums. Had to move out of L.A. for a better life here in Indianapolis financially. Sometimes people, you got to make a move. But let me tell you something. You never wait, go wait, 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 wait. You're a Raiders fan, and all you wear is a Compton hat? You don't put on one of them silly no, outfits? No, 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 no. I'll be there. I got a special maid. I got a special maid. Do you a hang out maid. with my friend, the gorilla? Well, I got pictures there. I got pictures, yeah. I got pictures with them all. But what do you wear? wear? My, I, I just got my – matter of fact, I'm going to tell you what I just – this is how I wrote. I just got me a brand new – just ordered it today. My wife looked at the price. A Jeff Hamilton Raider jacket. Now, if you know that name, those jackets don't come cheap, right? So I got a special jacket. I come clean, brother. I come clean. You know, I'm not putting my paint my face up and stuff, but I my all my 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 boys do and stuff. But I got to come clean. I I got me a new fresh Jeff Hamilton jacket that I'm wearing to the game. New Year's Eve. You can't miss me. I'm gonna be up front somewhere behind the behind the bench, man. But. Okay. This eight, this eight. Uh, you look like somebody from Harlem. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> not with no Jeff. No, not no yeah, Jeff them, 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 them things is like Harlem specials. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, but this was this Dip was set. a unique one. This was a unique one, man. Okay. But no, let's. But no, hold on. But let's be serious. Let's keep Harbaugh name out of the okay. Raiders' mouth. I hope for for your sake. I hope it doesn't happen. For mine, I hope they bring him in tomorrow. Hey, hey Kevin. Bro, uh, good luck the rest you. of the season. Okay, but I love your show, man. I love getting off work, turning it in, set. Man, you do a great job, brother. Keep it up, bro. All right, no doubt, Kevin. Enjoy your Friday. What you sipping on, Kevin? I, I just got off just walked in from work from UPS, man. I'm on that UPS juice. That's called money. You know? Oh, I was going to call it brown, but <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, brown, man. I'm getting up in the morning. We're get, we getting ready for peak, you know, 
getting in peak shape and stuff for peak, okay. your Christmas peak. So don't turn down Christmas. no money, man. I love to live a good life and stuff. All right. You got okay. to... All right, my brother. We love All you, right. man. All right. Love Tip you too, on. Kevin. Thank you for calling from me. Hey, Marco Belletti, you drinking on some of that UPS juice? No, apparently not. I, I should get some, though. He said, is, did he call UPS Juice money? Is yes, he did. He yes, he did. I, I, Maybe I should get involved in that. I, I hear UPS Juice, and the first thing I th- is brown. I'm like, I, I, I don't want to drink that. Well, no, now now you've turned things. Yeah, I'm saying. You, <laughs> now, isn't that, UPS, Chef, isn't that UPS? What can brown do for you? Is that UPS? I think that's Mark Jackson. What? Well, <laughs> he always used to use that line with like Jalen Brown and PJ Brown. Like Mark was known to coin that. But yes, it's originally um, from UPS, I believe. And and why would we want to leave to go to UPS? Radio pays so well. What are you talking about? You asked me what Brown can do for you. If that's the UPS slogan, and then I and then I made a joke that I hear that more out of Mark Jackson's mouth. Because he always used to do that. Then I do Poor UPS joke. these days. It wasn't that bad of a joke, Jerry. You're just a tough judge of jokes these days. But you, you, we listen, can't put you at Caroline's, man. It's not going to work. Listen, I have done stand up before. Just because you're like. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Marco, did you know that? Uh, I was unaware of this. Where was this? <laughs> this is in Memphis. You so did stand up in Memphis? It was a kinder audience. You like couldn't get one booed day? off. You could. Like you just, like, open mic night. Yeah, I used a lot of inappropriate jokes. Um, fortunately, none of our. It got on camera. Look, I'm not going to proclaim to be as funny as you, Jr. But I'm it not a comedian. Mean... I've never done stand-up comedy in my life. Well, you can do stand-up comedy and bomb. It's not an indicator of you being funny. It's just a matter of you uh-huh. having the guts to get up in front of a bunch of strangers and think they're going to laugh at you. Huh. Yeah. You guys could do it. I mean, you guys are both funny. I mean, and I mean that. You guys could both do a good job of stand-up comedy. You both have different kinds of senses of humor. But it would, hey, Marco, it would me and you should do a, a two-man show across the country. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit up stages all across the country, man. Apparently, we got to hit Memphis. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we make a killing out there. Now, hey, <laughs> Chef get to it. We let, me, let me tell you something. Then you go to Jerry Lee's after. It is, it is, uh, it is a night in heaven. And people in Memphis okay. know what I'm talking about. Did they laugh? Did they laugh at you? They left. They left with me, and I, I'll tell. You, I'll tell you the key. I will tell you the key to doing stand-up comedy. Now, what if, you're, is it? if you're Chris Rock, tell, tell us, tell us, Jerry. Okay. If, if uh, what is all with these people? No. If if you the key to stand-up comedy is I'm laughing, Marco. I'm laughing. He's <laughs> well, well, what's the deal with? You know, he's like, what's the deal with oval? It's not round. Why do we call it oval team? But no. But in all seriousness, if if you do stand-up comedy, um, we live in a very peer pressure society. So you, if, if a few people are laughing, yeah, that then has a trickle-down effect on everybody else. So what you've got to do— How much alcohol do, do they have to drink? And that always helps. But regardless of the alcohol, you got to get the loudest friends you know, and you got to entice them to come to your stand-up set and sit in the front row. Once that happens, the rest of the night, unless you are horrendously unfunny with no comedic timing— you will have a successful night as a comedy. So you got to get plants to come to the comedy show. 1,000%. Oh, yeah. It's not like the greatest sitcoms of all time don't have these plants with these recording tracks or anything. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, I'm learning the secrets. Okay. Well, you, I mean, you're very well aware of that. I mean, R.I.P. Matthew Perry, great actor for a great franchise he of Friends. He did stand up? Well, what I was going to say was the reason why Friends is so funny, along Here we with go. so Marco, brilliant. Did, isn't, it, isn't it noted that you don't like Friends? Uh, not a big fan, no. And I don't like Friends either, but go ahead, Shep. Well, the reason why these shows are, are even funnier than what they actually are is because we're, we're, we're conditioned to believe it's funny whenever we hear these laugh tracks. Now, today it's overdone. Back then they used it more sporadically and it was wisely more used. 
But because of that, it enticed us to laugh more. There's studies done on this, JR. It's why many people believe The Office is actually the greatest comedy of all time, along with Curb Your Enthusiasm, because there's no laugh track. When do we get a laugh track here on this show? You don't need one. You're, you're, you're too good for it. Nah, let's every now and then on occasion <laughs> just hit the button. Okay, okay. Just, just, just for the hell of it, just right. hit the button. It's, it's, a very, it's very easy to record a three-second uh, you know, no, you know, laugh track. No, I'm dead serious. For the next two hours, every now and then, intermittently hit the laugh track. I mean, we used to do it all the time with Pharrell, like even when it wasn't funny. Marco can attest to this. Like we had like the drum set. Marco, you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember a laugh track, the drum set, yeah. Right, right. So, Dre, we, we can do that if you want. But no, it, no, let's do it. Okay. No, if somebody says something stupid, just hit the laugh track. Me <laughs> okay. or anybody else. And then there's the womp, womp, womp. <laughs> like, we have that, too. Yeah, it's comedy night at the JR Sport Re Show. That's the deal. Yeah, let's, let's find that track. It's the JR Sport <laughs> Re Show. It's comedy night on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, no, I don't want to invite you to, to share your jokes. I think, Shep, didn't somebody try a joke the other day? What did he say? Do you remember? James Harden cares about basketball? No, uh, I don't. I, I remember what you said about someone trying a joke and it landed flat. But you were also. T- a t- no, it was a turnover joke. Ah, yes. He said, uh, he said, JR, what is. Uh, who, what quarterback? It was, was like it? a bagel or like. Um... No, turnover. The answer was turnover. Okay, gotcha. He was like, it was us. Uh, what is someone's favorite Danish? Okay. And I put him on hold and I said. Turnover, this, right, right. This guy isn't trying to tell me a joke here. Right. It wasn't C.J. Stroud. That's the quarterback I know he was not talking about. Let's put oh. it that way. Yeah, he's like, what is so-and-so's favorite Danish? And I'm like, bro, are you really trying to tell me turnover on the radio? And he hung up. Right. The joke, he found out the joke was so bad that he hung up on himself. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think what it was in reference to. Like, was it a Thursday night football game or Wednesday? I don't know. Okay. Just let's get the wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Let's get that in a laugh track, and let's just go to town for the next two hours. Hey, wait, 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 joke? Yes. Wait, the, 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 rim, the, the drum rim and the womp, 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 or the laugh track drum, drum rim and I, the womp, womp, womp? I want the, no, All three? it's very simple. Yes. Womp, 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 womp. Okay. And a laugh track, that's and, it. Oh, a laugh track, you got it. So no, no, it. no rim shot, got it. No, no, that's it, just two. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, I want to tell you what's so special about your your show, man. You give everybody a chance to get their opinions out there, no matter where they're from. And I appreciate that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Tonight has been designated comedy night. On the JR Sport Brief Show. Okay, okay. Look, see, look at the t- <laughs> look at the time. It's ridiculous. Hey, why is it kind? Okay, all right, all right. Let's not overdo it now. Super producer and host Dave Shepard said at one point in life he was uh, doing stand-up comedy in Memphis. So I said it's comedy night, and so here we have it. Anyway, if you hear a horn, you hear a laugh track, you, you know what the hell is going on. Uh, we're going to get into Justin Fields, his future in Chicago. 
We're going to talk about Cleveland and Baltimore, one of the premier matchups for this upcoming Sunday. And uh, we got a lot to do. And even right now, NBA playing, these courts are so weird. Sometimes I'm looking at the game. I'm like, who the hell is playing? It's the Suns and the Lakers. And I'm like, is it the Lakers home court because it's purple? Is it the Suns? I don't know. They're in Phoenix. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. Gary is calling from British Columbia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Gary? Hey, JR. I want to say something. Uh, You have a superb producer. Uh, He doesn't do anything wrong. He is. This guy's good. But I wanted to say something about your show. I'm sitting here having two delicious burgers that I made myself. I uh, I put together a, a, a baked potato, oh. and I'm throwing it down with Coke and my favorite beer. Yes, Coke and my favorite beer. But there's something that I wanted to say that's more important than that. You, we got a you minute before the, we go to break. You Thank have you. the best radio show in North America. And why don't you ever, when you're talking about basketball, why don't you, why don't you ever talk about the guy that, um, scored a hundred points. What do you, you the, want me to mention? Wilt every the, night. Like, the name what do you want? With a w. Yeah, I know. Wilt, what do you want me to mention him every night? Like Wilt? <laughs> or what am I supposed to say about? Why not? He's a, uh, he's a, I could talk about him for two hours. Uh, Jr. Uh, yeah. Jr. Just uh, just to let you know, you have a very unique show. You let everybody have their their say. Thank you, and I want to thank your producer for putting up with me. I have, uh, I'm having a great time, and I'm going to listen to you for four hours, and that's it. Oh, that's thanks, my day. Man. That's my night. Thanks, guys. Oh, thank you, Gary. Enjoy those burgers and the beer and everything else. Well, look, man, it's a four-hour show. I'm only going to be here for two more. I ain't got all that time in the world. Kevin Durant ended up on his back. Is he alive? Yes. Yes, he is. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. There's, there's certain guys, when they hit the ground, I'm like, I hope he gets up. <laughs> well, that's not a joke. Kevin Durant's in that category, and, and definitely Anthony Davis, who I still can't believe is playing basketball tonight. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Davis is a joke. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about Justin Fields. We're going to get into Cleveland and Baltimore. There's even a defensive end who says, yeah, Lamar, he's good. But I like somebody else better. Miles Garrett has an opinion. Is it Burrow? Is it Jackson? I'll share with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.